Hey everybody, welcome to Thumbnail, a visual arts podcast. I'm Joe Roshert, illustrator, animator, and adjunct professor. And I'm Louis Rosignol, visual artist and illustrator. Today we're going to be talking about the pros and cons of art school. I'm sure that's something that maybe some of you are thinking about doing, and maybe some have already gone to art school, but this you might find this interesting anyway. We'll talk about why it might be a good idea for you, or maybe it won't be a good idea for you, depending on where you fall. Before we get into that, though, I wanted to talk to you just a few minutes about something that I posted on TikTok, and I got some kind of weird responses, and so I wanted to get your opinion. So I posted a video... It was just like a quick video and I said one of the problems with the art world today is that there's some really great artists and they have like not a huge followings on social media and then there's some mediocre artists that seem to have humongous followings on social media and your success seems to be more related to how good you are at social media versus how good you are at art. Yeah. I wasn't saying that I don't think that marketing or social media should be important at all because obviously, you know, you have to market yourself. But I ended up getting a lot of, well, for the most part, everyone pretty much agreed. Like I got a decent amount of likes on it and 90% of the comments were like, yeah, I agree with that. But then there were some people that were like, first of all, there was the handful of people that didn't like that I said mediocre art. They thought that that was putting artists down and being negative. What? It's not like I was sitting there naming people. Right. More than one person basically said, there's no such thing as mediocre art. It's all subjective. Well, are they artists? Well, I think that they are. Oh, well, maybe they have mediocre art. <laughs> I didn't want to say that, but the thing is, like, one person commented, like, that I was just making excuses for myself. I said, I'm not one of those artists that is great, that doesn't have a small following. If anything, I'm the other way around, where I'm actually pretty good at social media. So I'm not making excuses, I'm just saying that it stinks to see great artists just because they're not great at social media, they don't get the recognition that they deserve. That's all I'm saying. I agree with that. Well, yeah, I don't know why so many people had such a hard time with that. I think, yeah, they're just sensitive. Maybe they're new artists and they're still promoting their stuff. Yeah. So they're still sensitive and they don't understand that art can be a job and that it's not all subjective. So I tried to explain, I did another post about subjectivity and art and how, of course, art is subjective, but it's not entirely subjective because clearly like any type of creative endeavor, like with guitar playing, for instance, you can actually measure skill. You can see if someone is objectively a better guitar player than someone else. Like, right. And of course, there's subjectivity to it. Like I could be much better of a technical painter than someone, but maybe they still have like a niche way that they they paint and they get a good following even though I'm more technically skilled than they are or the other way around they're more technically skilled than I am but I still have found like a style that works with my inabilities you know and there's nothing wrong right. with that but I feel like everybody should be able to make art and if you can find an audience great I'm not saying that people shouldn't be making art if it's not great right I just wanted to get your opinion what your thoughts on the whole thing too much sensitivity it kind of screams to me that you're not an experienced artist you don't have the calloused skin that you need yeah and you just have to get over the fact, no matter how good you are, someone's going to think my work is mediocre. Someone's going to think your work is mediocre, and it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. And so what if someone thinks your work is mediocre? I also was maybe thinking too, like, because I don't generally have a lot of negativity on Instagram when I post. Most of the comments are positive. And I noticed on TikTok, I get more negativity. And I'm wondering if it's because of the age difference in the user base. 
I don't know, because I did recently see that it's surprisingly more spread out as far as user base goes. Like, as far as ages of user base, it's more dispersed evenly than Instagram is. I do agree that it is getting more spread out. I still think, on average, it might be younger, just because Instagram's yeah. been around longer, and so older people are, they come late to the party and sometimes in these things. The reason I say that, too, is because I was arguing back and forth with this one person, and I was getting really frustrated, and then I finally clicked on their profile, and it was like an 11-year-old kid, and I'm like, like arguing right. over something so stupid with his like 11 year old kid and i just stopped obviously because i'm oh this is just pointless right <laughs> i think that's the kind of stuff that happens more on tiktok is that the kids or the younger kids are more likely to comment on something than other platforms that they might not even be on at all yeah yeah you gotta keep that in mind it could just be kids that's true everybody has the same voice on social media a professional right. artist has a comment and then someone that literally knows nothing about art can also comment to me their comments are weighted the same because they're just a person but if you were talking to them in person and you were talking to a professional artist and then like a little kid you wouldn't take their opinions the same because you can see them and right. you're talking to them but on screen sometimes everyone's just kind of weighted the same unless you know who's right. behind the keyboard exactly anyway i thought we could talk about that a little bit before we get into the main topic yeah, that is interesting i had a fun little tidbit on social where i posted a work in progress piece i was working on i was working on a sculpture mm -hmm. of a crocodile supposed to hold toothbrushes and floss in your toothpaste so as mid process i wanted to get a feel to see if i was going in the right direction so I posted it. I didn't realize that the entire head of the crocodile that I sculpted looked like a giant penis. Oh, no. <laughs> and so I keep getting these comments about that. And I'm like, no, accidental penis. I didn't realize. And I'm like, well, I'm going to use this. I'm not going to take it down. Of course, I went back to the drawing board or went back to the sculpt and I'm fixing it and stuff and posting new pics to then compare my failure and just like publicly fail yeah. and show that process of realization and fixing and see where it goes after. And so it's kind of neat because we had previous podcasts about critique and how we sometimes will use social media to get a critique. In this instance, it helped a lot because that's something where I think it's totally funny and I would think it would be a great piece where I might buy it just because. because of that, that right and i'm sure there's a market for that but it's something i don't want my brand to be actually associated right, with obviously i think that was helpful sometimes when you're like so wrapped up in a piece of work like you can miss things like that like you're focused in on the details and then if you were to actually step back <laughs> right. but that's a pretty funny story like i've had stuff like that happen not quite that but that's great <laughs> thankfully for the people on social media they saved you in that instance right <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So anyway, Anyways, let's get into the main Back to college. <laughs> well, I want you to start this topic because you're sure. working at Mecca right now. You're yeah. there more than I am. Yeah. But we both went to the same art school. We both went to Maine College of Art. Both went through the illustration department. So we both have BFA in illustration. But I also can step back and see because I went there, I know, you know, what I got out of it, but also some of the negatives that come along with it, too. We should yeah. definitely flesh those out and talk about that. And so people listening can hear the truths and make your decision based on as much information as possible because it is a big decision. It's an expensive yeah. decision, right? It's a huge decision. And the expense, I think, is the biggest thing you have to bite and think about. This will be our perspectives trying to stay unbiased. Going to college where I grew up was kind of almost a have to. It was always in the cards that I was just going to go to college after high school mm -hmm. and do my thing. I knew that I wanted to go to art school 100%. 
that wasn't the issue. And so... Your parents, are they college graduates? My parents are college graduates, so it was my whole family pushing that when was on board and, and was supporting me to do that. I'm also in a position where I didn't have to take tons and tons of student loans out. A lot of it was gifted by relatives, my grandparents, and then savings that my parents saved up. Right, you were in a good position, which is nice. So it was, it was a privileged position that not everyone's in. I do have a question because of what you're saying. So you're saying your parents were both college graduates and they were, you know, pushing you to go to college. Like you said, you kind of felt like it was almost a have to. Yeah. So when you told them you want to go to art school, because usually when parents are pushing for a child to go to college is because then you could get a better job, right? Right. But then when you say, well, I want to go to art school, well, how supportive were they? Because, you know, when you think of art school, a lot of times you think like, well, maybe that's not the best degree to have if you're looking for a stable job. And I think that was always on their mind and they were always supportive, but also trying to be realistic at the same time with me. Like, well, okay, what if this doesn't work out? What's your backup plan? You should say clown school. <laughs> right. <laughs> and like, even to the point, they're still taking me to traditional colleges that had art programs in them, but like I could still like transition out and go to, I don't know, med school or whatever. Right. I think they were just concerned about my options and just trying to make sure that this was what I really needed to do, not just wanted. I used to give tours at Mecca when I was a student there. Yeah, so did I, yeah. And one of the main questions, because it would always be parents coming in with their high school kids, and one of the main questions that people would ask would be like, what kind of things can you do with a degree from an art school? Because they're concerned, you know, maybe their kid's interested in art, they don't know much about it, and they're like thinking, is this going to be a big waste of money? Right. And that's a scary thought for people. And it can be, and it has been for a lot of people that I know. But there's a lot of people I know, too, that are living their best lives and they're being their best selves because they went. And so it's a mixed bag. I think it all comes down to how ready you are to commit to your passions and how much effort you're going to put in to make it happen. For me, there was no other option. I have to make this work because this is me. This is who I am. This is what I want. I know this for a fact. How do I make this work? And how do I get the most I possibly can out of it? Yeah, which you've done very well. And we've both done that pretty well. But I will say, like, I go pick up my coffee for the day and I see people that I went to school with and they're working at a coffee shop and they're college graduates. Graduates. And so I feel like with art school, there's less of a middle ground. And what I mean by that is people that go to school for law, for instance, when they graduate, most of them get some type of job in the world of law, whether it's they're a lawyer or they work in a law office doing something else or they're a judge or whatever. And so the success rate is pretty good and everyone's doing, you know, average to really well. Whereas with art school, I feel like it's kind of not as much middle ground. There's just like artists that really thrive and after school they do well. And then there's other people that do nothing with their degree. Yeah. That's why I think we should talk about that more because art school is not for everybody. There's a lot of people that don't do anything with their degrees. And so if you're one of those people, you know, you have to kind of know yourself, right? And know yourself in a way where if nothing was being offered to you, even if you're trying, can you still turn it around? Like when I was in school, I always wanted to work for a studio doing design or uh, character design environment. You know, I wanted to right. some, maybe an animation studio, let's say. And I just wasn't landing those opportunities right out of school. And so 
I was realizing this trend and how many applications I was sending out. I was like, maybe I'm just not at the right place yet or, well, whatever. It could, it could have been a number of things. And so I had to figure out, could I still make a living on my own? So then you're starting to learn a different set of skills and how to be a business person rather than an employee. Yep. And if you have the tenacity to be able to jump in the water and be able to do that and knock on doors and, and find the work, you're not going to have a problem. No matter how, quote unquote, mediocre of an artist you are. No, it's true. You can make it work. That is true. And like what we, we talked about at the beginning, like there's lots of mediocre, quote unquote, artists that have huge followings and they're doing really well for themselves because they are go-getter. They have tenacity and grit. Those things are hugely important. And so if that's the type of person you are, then I think you'll thrive in art school. And if you're someone that starts things and finishes them. They don't give up halfway through. If you're the type of person that is someone who can get up and go and do things. And if that's who you are, art school might be a really great option for you and you can do really well. But if you're not that person, don't think that going to art school will turn you into that person. Art school is not going to change you. And I think that's a expectation sometimes people think they're going to get. Right. Or like that's going to be their return on investment. Or I think people go into art school thinking they're going to change molecularly like that. No, you're going to change based on how much you put in. Yeah. No matter how good the school is you're going to change based on how much you put into it so that being said i'm on the boat where i think art school is very important to my education and to where i am right now career-wise as a full-time artist Mm -hmm. i really do think it saved me tons of time 10 to 15 years probably of time and by that i mean if i didn't go to art school it probably would have taken me 10 to 15 years longer to get to where i am now if that makes sense it does i think i know what you're saying as far as in your career it would have taken you a longer point to get to where you are so i think it was like a fast-tracked kind of a thing where the four years were so intensive that I packed in as much as I possibly could learned as much as i could and tried to dedicate myself a hundred percent to improve every semester. That's how I felt. And be able to look back and see that improvement and then graduate and then keep doing that and keep improving and using the next, you know, five, 10 years as essentially a master program that you're running yourself. Like now I have this discipline that I didn't have going into school to be able to continue my education myself. And so I think the society bubble that college gave me was able to help me structure an independence to be able to do that now. Yeah. To be able to learn more by myself. Do you want to go through the pros and then the cons or just talk about how topics however they come up? Because I want to talk about something that I think is lacking in a lot of art schools. Sure. And, and the reason I think this is because... I've gone in to do lectures at Mecca before yep. and they have a Q&A section afterwards and these are for like, I'll go in and talk to the seniors and the Q&A section is nobody ever asks any art questions. Like, you know, what's your process for this? All they want to know is how do you get work? And so I think that there could be a better focus. They should maybe have some more classes in these schools that are focused more on the business side of things. Yeah. And so I think in that sense, there's a little bit lacking. I know, for instance, I listen to a lot of podcasts and I watched a lot of YouTube videos on art marketing and how to do that. 
Obviously, I learned more about creating art and composition and those type of things in school. But most of the business things I learned, I didn't learn in school. Right. I learned all my business trial by fire. Yeah. Like just being thrown into it and having to figure it out. That is one of the things that I think is lacking in art school. And if you're like an incredible artist already and you think I'm going to go to art school so I can learn the business of art, I don't think that that's a good plan. I'd agree with that. Unless the curriculum you're looking at was the business of art right but i think in reality we're talking an eight-year program to be able to do both those things effectively effectively but they could at least have a couple of classes that were really geared towards the business and i actually have been thinking lately about going into mecca and talking with i don't even know who i would talk with Anne or so i do know mecca is working on that and they do have more business oriented classes and a better structure than we had oh good and so i do think it's being improved on who's in charge there i guess this is like information that people don't really care about but i'm curious who's in charge of putting the curriculum together at mecca it's a committee thing and so there's no one person completely involved ian anderson is the dean yeah laura freed is president yeah there's a lot of hands touching the curriculum and then discussions around that too where faculty is involved i'm gonna email ian because i have a couple of thoughts and i know him pretty well Anyway, let's get back on topic. The business side of things, I think, is definitely something that's lacking. But I am very happy to hear that they are working on that. And, of course, we're talking about one school. But but I think art schools in general tend to, I hear this across the board, where it does tend to lack. But I do think it's really important to be focusing on your actual work while you're in school. Mm-hmm. The business education around it, you can acquire that fairly quickly, fairly easily, whereas the actual techniques are harder to acquire. What would I recommend? rather i think i would rather a little bit of business sprinkled into the curriculum but i would still rather the focus be on the technique i think it just needs to be a little bit more and the reason i say is it seems like whenever i give a lecture that's what they're wanting to know they're like hungry for it and i know when i was there i was learning a lot about art and composition and like i said all that stuff which was great but in my mind i always kept thinking what am i going to do when i get out of here how am i going to actually make money with this i don't feel like i'm learning how to do that true and it was always a concern and so that's why i was always constantly learning other things on the side so i'm like in art school during the day and then at night i'm doing my homework and i'm also looking up videos which is why i've succeeded because i was really dedicated to succeeding you know and i think that kind of brings us into being self-taught or going through alternative modes of education to get the added benefits that you need or the added skills that you need. I think doing what you did, researching and looking at all these other videos to supplement what you aren't getting, I think you need to do that no matter what field you're going into. You have to do that. I did that all the time too with not just business-oriented things, but supplementing what I was learning with other tutorials from other artists and other videos. I know a lot of my career is in thanks to YouTube tutorials and and just learning how to do things myself, mm-hmm. even after college. I know now I'm constantly looking at tutorials in my free time on how to do different things and how to broaden my potential income streams. And there's plenty of online schools, especially art schools, that are very good and that I've done that I think are incredible and could be a potential option for someone looking to go to art school yeah. or alternative to a traditional art school. Would I say that it would completely replace 
what you would get out of art school. I don't think it can completely, but I think it's getting closer and closer with different ways they're setting up classes, how they can have the standard recorded class that everyone sees in the regular lectures and regular technique videos, and then supplemented with the live format where you're seeing the teachers, you're talking to them and having some discussion with some classmates in forums. So it's starting to get closer and closer, but it really depends on your personality type. If you have the self-discipline to be able to go through it by yourself without the pressures of or help from other classmates being around you, you really have to identify if that's something you can do as far as your personality. I know going back to like an 18-year-old self, I don't think I was disciplined enough to be able to do any of those classes online by myself effectively. So I think going to a college was really where I was going to shine. Yeah, and you have to know yourself. You have to know if you're the type of person that can do online stuff and be self-motivated enough for that to work. Right. And so, Lewis, you took a different approach. You're a non-traditional student. That helped you? Well, yeah, because if I had gone even to art school, which is very structured, if I had gone there when I was 18, I wasn't mature enough to take it seriously. And so I probably would have just not paid attention, not really cared. I wasn't in the right place in my life to be able to focus, whereas taking time between high school and and college and doing a lot of other things I hated, that made it so that when I did go to art school, I was ready. You know, I was spending my own money. That made me take it more seriously, too, because who wants to spend $100,000 on something and not get anything out of it when it's your own money. And so, yeah, for sure. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about this because you were talking about online classes and how some people may not be motivated. But I think that in between online classes or like YouTube videos and then art school, I like that this model is not used a lot in the art world except in the tattoo world, which is apprenticeships. And I love the idea of finding an artist in your community and going to them and saying, hey, I really want to learn the business of illustration or whatever art field you're looking to go into. If someone came to me and said, I'd love to work with you two days a week. And if you teach me like technique and the things that you know, I'll do your Etsy shipping for you. Right. I would be thrilled to teach them. You know, they're doing something for me in exchange. You don't just go and say, hey, will you show me things? They're not going to get anything out of that. You have to give them some value too. Yeah, I've had people do that for me in the past, but frame it in a way where they're just looking for a a job. Yeah. Like, well... (laughs) What am I going to get out of that at that point? But I think that's smart. I think that's smart to do it as an apprentice kind of a thing. And like you putting in your time to get their knowledge. It's so true. And so that's what you're getting paid. You're getting paid how to do it yourself. And freelance artists, a lot of times they make enough to live on, but they don't make enough to pay someone else to work for them. But they have knowledge that they can share with you. And so if you're willing to help them out in their studio, I know for me, like shipping is one of those things that is a pain for me to do. But if someone did it for me, I'd be happy to take two days a week and let them watch me work in my studio and ask me questions. And that works in the tattoo world you see apprentices all the time and they come in and they kind of do some of the crappy work and sweeping and setting up for the artist, but they're learning so much in exchange for that. Right. In fact, you know, in a lot of these tattoo shops, they actually charge apprentices. Right. The apprentice pays to learn. Yeah, I think that's how it should be. But they're paying and they have to do all that crappy work. I think that's how it should be. 
It's like having interns. It's always more work for the employer. Yeah, sure. Let's say it's even an unpaid internship. It's actually not worth it to me most of the time because I'm, I'm putting so much time and effort into getting a student up to speed. Yeah, it depends what they're interning for. If it was just something simple, they're going to help you with doing shipping, then yeah, that might be worth it. But you're right. If it's something that you're going to have to get them up to speed on and show them so much stuff that it's just more of a headache than it's worth. Yeah. I think apprenticeships could be a good route for a lot of people. If you maybe don't want to spend a lot of money on art school, you don't have a lot of money, but you have a lot of time, right. then apprenticeship could be a huge way for you to learn a lot and not go into huge debt. Totally. I've always liked that idea. I did some internships while I was in school, but a full out apprenticeship, I think would have been something that I would have been really into but I just didn't take the time to do the legwork and find an artist that was willing to do that for me. I was able to find some mentorships around and kind of do it that way. So then back to cost, I guess, where, yeah, the cost of an online school is significantly cheaper. Mm -hmm. You can be getting a much bigger array of education from many different artists who are working in the field, who are very talented. And so there's a ton of benefit to doing the online classes. Yeah. That being said, I still think there's a lot of benefits of a college that you can't get from the online schools. Well, let's talk about those. Let's go through some pros of the art school and what are the benefits that you can get in a school environment that you can't get on the online. The biggest thing I think I got out of school was you're buying into an instant network. Mm -hmm. As soon as you buy in, you have already jumped up 20 steps and you're starting from second base at that point, really, Yeah. as soon as you buy in. So you have these close relationships with your professors, your close relationships with your peers, and it becomes, well, really in any field, it becomes a people game where your network is king and your network depends whether you're going to succeed or fail, yep. no matter how good you are. And so that's where it's a huge leg up is buying into the community. Critiques is huge. The amount of critiques you can get by being in college is exponentially higher and I think more thoughtful and easier and instant than anything you can do online. Like you can't just quickly tap someone next to you on the shoulder and be like, what do you think of this? Like, Am I doing this right? Or how did you do that? The sheer proximity that you have with other students and professors allow you to learn exponentially. I mean, you're talking about critique, but that's also connected with a network because it's all these people around you. I actually right. read something. It was a survey they took of professional artists that graduated from art school. I can't remember the exact number but I'm pretty sure it was something like 95% of art school graduates that are professional artists say that their first job they ever did came from either someone that they got a job from someone through school or a network they made in school. So you're meeting people, you're way more likely to get work the more people you know. That's just a fact. Exactly. Especially at art school, you're meeting people that are directly involved in this world of art that you want to be part of. And then think about the outreach of the name of the school even, or just the school in being in a community. Some Joe Schmo who needs a logo or an animation done or what have you will know that there's an arts school in town but not know any artists let's say mm -hmm. and so they what call into the art school the word gets kind of passed around yep. oh this kid would be the perfect fit for that job or this 
this alum would be the perfect fit for that job. They get contacted, boom, you got a gig. Where if you didn't go to that school, you might not be known by the school and then not even known to be a possible recommendation. That's so true. And I know with Mecca, they get calls all the time from local businesses that say they need like a graphic designer. And then Mecca has like a job board that they post to alum and current students. So there's access to that too. And people love working locally, no matter where you are. You're directly affecting your community and you're keeping the dollars in your community and and it just helps your local economies grow. Yeah. And so it's win-win for everybody. Can you think of any other pros that you want to talk about? Yeah, so the critique one is a huge, huge thing. Yeah, for sure. And I think most of your education, most of what you end up learning does stem from a critique in some way and being hands-on and... Maybe it's not critiquing your own work, but it could be critiquing someone else's work. So you're not only learning from your mistakes, you're learning from everyone's mistakes. Yeah. And being in that class, you're seeing that and you're seeing it live. And so it is crazy, crazy beneficial. It also thickens your skin. Yes, right. I think that's huge too. Like if you want to be doing this professionally, you have to thicken your skin and you have to be able to separate yourself from your work. Being in art school really helps you do that and helps you learn how to do that in person and be able to hide your feelings, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. And to not show weakness in that way. To be able to be constructive, being able to get a constructive criticism and take it and move forward is so huge in any creative field and important for when you're even dealing with clients one-on-one and like how do you deal with that and when you're taking classes online you could be learning all these really great techniques and you can make anything look beautiful but the interaction between person and client or peer-to-peer or whatever could be struggling because you're not developing that skill and when you send sketches to clients they're going to critique them you know maybe not in the same way that you would get a critique in school but they're going to tell you what things they don't like about it and what they want changed and so you need to be able to get used to the fact that you know people are going to have opinions about your work and that's okay. Right. In the world we live in, it's all social media driven and the more put your art out there, the more likely you are to see comments, you know, because everyone has their own personal preferences and not everyone's going to like your work. So if you see negative comments about your work, you need to be able to handle that. And the more critiques you go through, the more likely you are to be able to say, you know what, not everyone is going to like my work. It's not a big deal doesn't affect me. I people that do love it and that's all that matters. I have a market, right? Right. I think you're right. I think critique and networks are probably the two biggest pros for art school for sure. Even more than learning the fact that you're learning all about art history and the things that go into making good art, techniques, that stuff's important, but I think that those other two things are even more important. Yeah, that and expedited learning. How do you value your time? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing I put most value in. I think time is the most valuable thing yeah most valuable commodity that you have and so when you put all those pieces together is the value of that education worth it to you well i think yeah i think it is worth it 100 percent. now the question is can you afford it and that's the tough part i think most students are in before they go into school it's like how do i afford it and two what's the roi what's the return on investment will i be able to get this money back or will i be able to pay off this loan and that ends up being a personal thing it comes back to the grit and can you make it happen no matter what what i was going to say is about what you're talking about and can you make it happen and the grit and everything the difference between art school and regular college for other things is if you go to school and you study even just go to like get your associate's degree being an electrician right when you get out of that school you're going to be able to start working immediately you know a lower level electrician but you're going to be able to get a job 
immediately in that field and you're going to be able to have enough money that you can start paying your loans off. With art school, you're not likely to be making very good money when you graduate. In fact, it probably will take a couple of years before you're making regular steady money. And if you've got a lot of student loans, you're going to have to get some type of a job so you can pay those loans off. And so a lot of times art school graduates have to get jobs that are not in the field that they went to school for at first. Right. And that can be a problem for a lot of people because now they're stuck in that job and they don't have as much time as they hoped to work on their art and they get in this rut. And so that's one of the problems with art school versus other schools. And so I don't know how to tackle that and what to say to people to help them with that. But I mean, that is something that is a reality. So I guess one way to think about it, I wonder what I would do if I had zero help and had to pay 100% out of pocket myself. And I knew that going into art school, right? would I pull the trigger on art school? That's the situation that a lot of people are in. Let's be real. In hindsight, I would if I knew what I know now. Because you know that you're making enough money. Because I know what I got out of it. But if I were to put myself in 18-year-old Joe's shoes and not know what's going to happen... I don't know if I would go the same route. I'll be straight up honest. I pay $800 a month in student loans. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of money. That's a mortgage on a house in some states. I mean, I know not every state, but in Maine, you could get a house with a mortgage that low, maybe, maybe not. But $800 a month, $200 a week, that's a lot of money you're going to be paying back. And obviously, depending on the art school and how much you take out for a loan, that number is going to vary. But you got to think about that. If you're taking out money and borrowing it, there's going to come a time where you're going to have to pay that back. And the more you borrow, the bigger your payments are going to have to be right and so that is definitely something that you should think about because now you're going to have to earn enough money to live on plus an additional eight hundred dollars or whatever it is you might think with my bills i have now i only need to make this much to live on so i think i can do that with my art so i'll go to art school but once you graduate your bills are going to be higher than they are now maybe double what they are now who knows so it's something you really should think about and like you said you had help and so it was a little bit easier i wasn't fortunate enough to have any help i had opportunities from my high school too where like i got a bunch of scholarship money i got scholarship money from the college i had some help from family so when all is said and done i probably saved half of my total tuition the other half was loans and personal loans and all of which were then paid for or there's some personal loans to my parents who i (laughs) I haven't paid (laughs) paid and i keep slacking on that but for the most part i got rid of all my student loans probably four years after graduating. That's great. That's incredible. But it wasn't huge. It was like ten to 15000 Right. It's a lot to get that off your chest. And so that's the reality of it. It could take 10 plus years, 20 years to pay for your education, depending on your success. It could take longer than that. I think the biggest con has to be the money. I mean, yeah. let's just be real. Like, there's no bigger con than a $100,000 bill. Right. And so that's something that you have to be realistic with yourself. And you have to think, am I the type of scratch? crappy person that can get a degree from an art school and actually work my butt off and make it work. And you know, I think 100000 for an art school is on the lower end of what the art schools could be. Could be charging yeah right i'm just saying hundred thousand just as a number because it's a big number as a rough but you could pay more than that 
I think that's about what I ended up paying is about a hundred thousand. That's why I keep saying it because yeah. So here's another thing too. That's a good idea. At almost all bachelor programs, you have to take a lot of liberal arts classes, and so yeah, I went to a community college and took all my liberal arts classes, and then I transferred right. into the art school and I took the studio classes at the art school. So I learned all the studio skills at the art school, but I took all the liberal arts classes and I paid way cheaper at a community college. So my loans would be even higher if I had just gone all four years to the art school. Right. So that's an idea for someone that wants to go to school, but you want to at least save some money. Yeah, I think that saves you a ton of money. I recommend that too. I know I did a bunch of community college classes over the summers to knock off credits, more so to make more time at school. Because I knew Mecca had it in a way where you paid your tuition and it's like you could have a minimum four classes, but up to six classes. For the same tuition, right? Yeah, a semester for the same tuition. Every single semester, I made sure to have six classes lined up. Because then you can technically get it done a little bit quicker. I think you can do it a little bit quicker, but I did that to get my money's worth and to be able to have more studio classes and learn different skills. And yeah, that's all I was doing. I was completely dedicated. I didn't have much of an outside social life when I was in school. Yeah, School was my world and I want to make the most out of it and to not piss it away. I knew I was going into it more privileged than some of my peers and I just didn't want to throw that away. Well, that says a lot about your character because some people might think, well, my parents are helping me pay and so I'm just going to take four classes because I want to kind of slack. But you were thinking, I want to get the money's worth. If I can take six classes for the same amount of money as four, I'll just take the extra two and learn so much more. Right. And you know, that's why you're successful as an artist and because of that type of attitude. And I think you just need to have that attitude and mindset, especially when dishing out that kind of money. And even have that kind of attitude and mindset, even if you're not out that kind of money if you want to make it as an artist it's not easy you're not going to be given that job like an electrician or a mechanic like what we were kind of saying where the where there are many jobs available different ranks right there's no different ranks really for an artist no nope. and even to get a low-ranking job with a studio you have to have the chops you yeah. know, and you have to be able to show your worth. It's true. You're competing against the best of the best. And art is one of those weird careers too, where some of the best artists in the world never went to school for art, right? right? And so it isn't a necessity. And people, when they're looking to hire you as an artist, they could care less what school you went to. Or even if you went to school, they just want to see your portfolio and what it looks like, right? right? That's something to think about too. Don't assume, well, if I get an art degree, then I'm going to get work. Because although you're going to learn a lot and it can help you learn enough that you can make better work and then your portfolio is strong enough that you'll be more likely to get work. The degree, the piece of paper in itself, the degree isn't going to get you work because nobody cares. No one will look at that piece of paper. Yeah, so it's more about what you're learning at art school and how much you're improving your art while you're there. That's the more important part than the actual piece of paper. And the value you're making out of it. Right. So I know I look back, I would pay three, four, five times as much as I did, you know, total. I'd pay half a million for the things I was able to learn. Looking back, glad I didn't. <laughs> it is one of those things, though. It's one of the few careers that the schooling or the certificate doesn't mean as much. Because, like, you wouldn't hire someone to do heart surgery on you that never went to med school. What if they actually were the best heart surgeon in the world and they never went? I guess I would hire them at that point if they had a really great record. And What if the standards of how to become a doctor from a different country were different but they had tons of practice doing heart surgery in the middle of i don't know 
a war-torn country and came stateside but now wasn't qualified to do surgery because of our requirements but technically he could outperform anyone with his eyes closed i think you're right you just have to know the person and just because someone can go through a program and graduate it doesn't mean that they're any good at what they went to school for they could have just barely graduated for all you know i tell this story to people all the time i was a juror a couple years ago on uh, it was actually like a rape case it was pretty big deal and i was a juror for a couple weeks it was an awful experience overall it was really boring it seems exciting oh i get to be a juror and you see drama tv shows about courtroom drama it seems exciting but when you're there and you're, you're going through it it's pretty mundane for the most part but the reason i say this is the defense lawyer was so bad at his job he was all over the place scatterbrained he put the guy on the stand to ask him questions and he actually would have been better off not putting him on the stand because the guy was a mess he made so many poor decisions and i could see he was making bad decisions i've never been to law school but he was so bad that i tell everyone this if i got into trouble with the law and they gave that guy to me as my state appointed lawyer I would just say I'll defend myself. I'm not even kidding. I would. I'm. I'm not exaggerating in the slightest. I would say I'll defend myself. So just because you have a certificate doesn't mean that you're good at something. So that's right. the point of that story. But yeah, there's some pretty bad lawyers out there. Let's put it that way. Right. I was saying to my wife after I could be a lawyer. I could do it right now with no training. If this guy could do it, man, he was bad. Do you think there's a lot of people who graduate art school who are in that position? In the position where they have a certificate from an art school but barely took it seriously and they're not good at all of course there's tons of people that are in that position i think it happens all the time i think there's a higher percentage of that actually than the opposite oh i think so too i think the sad reality is more than half of the graduates from an art school are not working full-time as artists right you know you know that going in like you probably look to the right and look to the left and one of the three of you is going to be a professional artist in 10 years after you graduate and so you want to be that one i think deep down people know you know if you're this scrappy enough person and that you can be that one or if you know you're not going to make it yeah it's like oh definitely need to change seats <laughs> <laughs> it's that guy oh let's switch seats i wish that's how it worked <laughs> i didn't know i was in the wrong seat it's supposed to be the guy on the left <laughs> man that's pretty oh good. these guys around me are way too good i gotta switch seats <laughs> oh that's true if you're in if the guy to the left and the right of you are both amazing artists, you may as well just drop out. Actually, that's a great point. I disagree with this comment that we <laughs> made. <laughs> There's plenty of times where I see extremely talented artists not succeed. Yeah. And they go to art school, they kill it, but they've killed it since the beginning. And so you got to think, how much are they growing over four years? That's true. And if you're looking at just their pieces, it's like, yeah, wow, 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 wow. They're great. Gold star they're going to be great. Or you compare it to the guy or girl or person who comes in who's good, good enough to get in, and then has crazy improvement to the end. And when you look in the beginning and end differential, who got more out of their education? Well, it also goes back to what I was saying at the beginning. As far as there's lots of mediocre artists that are also just great at marketing and that's why they're killing it. And so right. you're saying if there's amazing artists that you know that aren't successful, it could also have a lot to do with the fact that they're just not good at marketing themselves. Right. I think there was artists who were better than I was when I graduated who I think um, that were, I think, performing better than me in some ways, but I was able to outperform because of business acumen. That's the truth of it. There's definitely artists that I graduated with that are super talented, more talented than I am. 
and I'm doing better in my career than they are. Mm -hmm. And so I'm one of those mediocre artists that is good at social media. I wasn't making excuses for myself. I was being real. Like I just wish that it was more based on how skilled you are because there's some artists that deserve more recognition and they're not getting it. But you do have to be good at more than just art. You have to be good at marketing. You have to be go get it. That's a good point. Also, I was thinking too, like you're talking about these people that were just good from the beginning. And so if you're good from the beginning, you're the best drawer in your class. How seriously are you going to take the critiques from other people that you know you're better than them? You're probably going to think, why should I listen to them? I know you know what I mean? Exactly. Well, in that case, consider dropping out, really. Yeah, that's true. What are you going to get? out of it and are you going to put in more effort to get more out of it are you going to get the extra help from the professors that you need or do you think you'll benefit more by taking the online classes because you have the foundation set in order to push yourself harder further faster yourself and I think that's really important going back to knowing yourself not in a different light you teach now at Mecca you're yep. a professor there do you think you could pick out because how long have you been doing that now for a few years three three years yeah about three I think do you think you could pick out which students are going to succeed and have like a pretty good ratio of success with guessing? I think so. I'll be able to see more so in the coming years where students end up. Yeah, that's why I asked how long you've been doing it because you'd kind of be able to tell. Yeah, so it's a little too soon to tell, but already I'm seeing that I, yeah, I'm totally able to identify who I'm worried about or who I'm not worried about. And it doesn't mean at all, that's not at all based on the grade I give them. And it's not at all not based on their skill. And it's all based off of, yeah, their grit and tenacity and how much they want to improve. And their social skills. how much work and time they're putting into it. Yeah, their social skills, how much they go out of their way to make themselves better, to ask questions, growth mindset questions, you know? Who has a growth mindset? Speaking of social skills, when I was at Mecca, I thought to myself, I don't think I've ever been in a community with so many people that were so bad at having like they just so many artists don't have social skills <laughs> exactly it's just really bad and so when you see an artist that does have really good social skills they're more likely to succeed just because of that yeah totally agree and i think that's where i had a leg up in a lot of circumstances too where just because i was able to talk to a random person and have a conversation with them gave me that much more of a chance to do something with my career i think we covered this topic pretty well i think we covered the pros and cons and really like it's not an answer like yes you should go or no you shouldn't it's really case by case and you know yourself you know if you're likely to take it seriously and so you know you have to give that some thought it's all on your mindset and so we both set up discounts on our etsy shops for listeners of the podcast it's just thumbnail when you check out of etsy just use the promo code thumbnail and you get 25 percent off I I can't, it's 20 or 25. One of the two. It's at least 20. It's good for anything in either of our shops. Check that out. And any questions or comments, you can message us on social media or you can email. Thumbnailpodcast at gmail.com. And we'd love to hear any question or comment or anything. Cool. Thanks for joining us today, guys. Thanks a lot. Take care.